Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to the Fourth Watch Prophetic Prayer. Uh, God bless you this morning. We want to go back to um, the book of St. John, chapter 15, and just kind of uh, do a recap here of what we were looking at on Monday. Uh, We were talking about the need or the necessity that Jesus emphasized uh, that we needed to abide. Uh, needed to abide in him, abide in his presence, abide in the word of God, Jesus being uh, the word that our strength, our life, our sustenance, everything in us is sustained um, by the word of God. And when we come out of the word, out of the communion and the fellowship uh, with the Lord, the Bible shows us that Uh, we wither up like branches, and we are not able to continue to survive. So just looking uh, at that, and we uh, emphasized on Monday how um, there were so many references to the word abide. As a matter of fact, I believe it was like um, at least nine references You can go back and count that for yourself. I'm reading from uh, the King James Version. Uh, But they're like, uh, and we're back in St. John chapter 15. We're going to start there and then move to some more scriptures. Uh, But in St. John chapter 15, we look at how frequently Jesus emphasized the word abide. And we also talked about how we understand that Uh, Every word in the Bible has some significance, some relevance, and Jesus does not uh, repeat himself just to repeat himself. Uh, When he starts repeating like that, it's to give emphasis uh, to us uh, something, a point that he's trying to make. Uh, And so here in St. John chapter 15, he says over and over that one word, Abide, and we talked about that the word abide uh, relates to uh, when you look it up in the Greek and definitions, you see that that is a word that means uh, to habitate, uh, to dwell, um, almost similar to tabernacle, uh, but it has the sensing of that it's not a temporary thing. It's not something that we go in and out of. Abide means that you've literally made that your home. Uh, That's the place where you dwell. It's not a place that you visit. You stay there all the time. And we're going to read these scriptures again. And one of the ways that we learn to do that, of course, we have to establish that time of the word of God, that time of prayer, 
uh, daily, whether that's morning for you, evening or night, but you have to have that consistency of every day in Jesus' name coming uh, to the Father in the uh, spending time in the Word, and that's our devotion time, and that is also um, a time of where we are establishing in the Old Testament, it was like altars, where you're establishing an altar, which simply means a meeting place with God, wherever you meet God. So when you establish that in your private prayer time or your word time or wherever in your home you do your study, then you're laying the foundation uh, so that um, that communion will not just be during your reading time or your prayer time, but that communion and your ability to hear him and fellowship with him is ongoing. The more you do that, then your sensitivity is heightened and you're able to hear God and commune with him and talk with him all throughout the day. That's that abiding place. And there is a level even of building that the more that we do that, the more we learn to fellowship with him, uh, to seek his direction, um, and that doesn't always require necessarily you opening your mouth uh, just in your heart, just checking, God, is this you? Is this your direction? Is this your flow? You know, those types of things. The more we learn to stay right there with him and checking with Abba Father, checking with Holy Spirit to make sure that we're still in line, that we're doing what he wants us to do, the more we do that, the more we focus on him and who he is, focus on the word, meditate on the word, the more we do that, even as I mentioned on Monday, uh, that uh, series where uh, Pastor uh, Benny Hinn did on practicing the presence of uh, the Lord. In that place, practicing the presence of God, uh, it causes another level of, of the anointing of the presence to rest, to begin to rest upon your life. Amen. So let's go back and uh, pick up and read a few more scriptures. We'll just start at verse 7, St. John chapter 15, verse 7. We got a little farther than that, uh, but we'll just pick back up there. uh, And then I encourage you as well to go back and read this chapter and look at those words and how much he talks about uh, the abiding, about abiding. Verse 7, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Um, That's a a, a determining factor here. He says that when we bear fruit, it lets him know, it lets others know that we are his disciples. Amen. You know, it's one thing, to follow God is a whole nother thing to be his disciple. Let me make that a little bit clear. It's one thing to say that I'm a Christian. It's one thing to say I love the Lord. Uh, but it's a whole nother thing. When you become a disciple, a disciple, uh, it, the word comes out of the word discipline. <laughs> a disciple is a person that does what he says, follow his instruction, not only just read the word, but we become doers of the word, uh, no matter, uh, even to our own hurt, no matter how much it's not comfortable with the flesh. Uh, So a disciple is a disciplined 
person in the word and in the things of God. And he said that when we do that herein uh, and we bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciple. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Now, I know many of you all remember not so long ago, uh, there was a song, and everybody was singing, I am a friend of God, I am a friend of God. It's a nice song. Uh, It sounded very, very good. But there's a qualifier to being a friend of God. Um, we can say it, but the the truth of it, for us to be considered as a friend of God by God, is when we do what he instructs us to do. He said, you are my friends if you do whatsoever, whatsoever I command you. That's a strong word there, or I should say a broad word, whatsoever God instructs you. God said, get in the car and drive down the street and make a left. You make a left whatsoever I command you in the word of God and in the spoken word. Whatsoever he instructs us to do when we do it, then we qualify as the friend of God. Henceforth, I call you not servant, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Now, when you get in that category of being called the friend of God, it puts you in another place altogether. Because in that place, as a friend, he said, I will make uh, uh, things known. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. So he revealed secrets to his friends, and we understand that analogy, you know, people that you are are, uh, close with, close friendships or whatever you have, you may share much more than what you would with a stranger or someone that uh, have gained your confidence, your trust. You know them, they're faithful, have been faithful to you, you're faithful to them, trustworthy. Then you may open up a little bit more and share more about your life, more about you than you would with someone else. That's the same principle here. Jesus said when uh, he has found us trustworthy and that we keep his commandments and that we'll do whatever we instruct him, he instructs us to do, then he says, okay, now you, you're my friend. I call you my friend. And now because you are my friend, there are friends benefits that come with that. And some of those benefits are I'm going to give you the secrets of the Father. I'm going to share some things with you that I may not even share with other people because I found you. Faithful, I found you as one that is my disciple, that keep my commandments, that do whatever I instruct you to do, and has become a person that lives a life of abiding in my word. 
All right, he said, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things have I heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he will give it you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Now, again, I'm going to stop uh, right at that, uh, verse 17, and take another turn here uh, because we've talked about the importance of abiding, the importance of keeping his commandments, following his instructions. Uh, but the a rhetorical question, I guess I could ask, is why we can't do that. What is it that prevents us as believers from consistently abiding in the presence of God and hungering for more of him and to be uh, spend more time with him? What are some of those things that, that hinder right there and prevent that from happening? That's a couple of things, I believe. First of all, and we just take note of this in our heart, one of the first things that I believe is from the point of abiding, the point of hungering for God. Um, I believe that it first starts with the Lord, okay? God, the word says no man come unless God draw him, okay? So first of all, there he makes the first move. There is a drawing. But we have to be sensitive that when God begins to draw us in a place of seeking him, loving him, prayer, getting up in the night, getting up early in the morning, that we respond to that drawing, okay? No man come unless God draw. He's the one. He's the one that he's the one that, that ignites the heart, that give us passion, give us love, give us hunger. Uh, to come away with him. So it starts with him first, but then there's a responsibility that we have to respond to that drawing that the Father is doing in our heart and asking him, okay, I sense your drawing, and I know those that are on the line, those that are uh, are called or maybe even listening later, you know that there are times where you sense a tugging in your heart. You sense uh, I like, you know, I want to spend more time. Uh, there's like a burning uh, in your spirit, in your heart. And But sometimes we can keep doing what we're doing. We can keep watching TV, keep eating, keep uh, going wherever and not respond to that. We must learn how to respond uh, to that drawing, uh, respond to whatever the Holy Spirit is doing in our hearts when we sense that, even as we talked about with David. David said this one thing, have I desired of the Lord? He said also in that same chapter in Psalm 27, he said, when my heart said, uh, when uh, you, uh, uh, Jesus, let's look at it so we won't get that confused. Psalm chapter 27, uh, we'll look at that right quick. Um, David made a statement here uh, that got my attention. Um, Psalm chapter 27, the book of Psalm chapter 27. And um, it said, verse 
8, Psalm 27, verse 8. It says, when thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Okay, so here is the Lord saying, seek my face. And he can say that verbally or he can say that not even in words, just a drawing, excuse me, in our heart. But our heart has to respond. So that's the point, second thing that I'm getting to. First thing, he has to be the one to draw. Uh, We have to be the one to respond. But the second thing here is sometimes our heart, depending on the condition of our heart, do you know that you can have a sick heart? Help us, Jesus. We can have a heart that is not functioning fully in the manner that it should function. And when that happens, certain things with the heart, the hearts become hardened, and the heart is proudful, you know, different things. The heart uh, issues in the heart um, causes when that drawing to occur, that drawing of, of the Holy Spirit occur, the heart, depending on the state and condition of the heart, God can be speaking, God can be drawing, and if there's hardness or callousness, you know what callous is. Uh, let's just think about it. If you, I'm from the country, uh, so if you a country person and you, um, we used to, I, I couldn't do it much, but uh, there were many that used to walk on the rock road. We didn't have paved roads, so we call them rock roads. And so that means that it's a road that's not paved and it's got rocks and things like that. So they will walk barefooted. Well, when you do that, your skin toughens up and it's hard and it's callous, okay? So that means when that skin underneath your foot or your feet is callous and hard, then um, the rocks don't hurt anymore. Um, Something could stick it and you wouldn't even feel it because there's a callousness that has come on the feet because of, of, of walking on whatever. So that same analogy that our heart can become callous, just like that example I gave you, that heart, when the heart becomes callous, there are certain things that you don't even sense, you don't even feel. It don't mean that God is not drawing, but something has happened that caused the heart to become lifeless or callous or uh, insensitive or an inability to hear or to sense God. Amen. So that's the point, Psalms 27. David said, when thou sittest seeking my face, my heart said unto thee, thou face, Lord, will I seek. Now, the way that he explained that, that looks like to me that his heart immediately was responsive to God. And I believe the reason David's heart was immediately responsive to the Lord is because the Bible talks about him, that he was a man after God's own heart, that he was a man that was quick to repent. He was quick to acknowledge, not that he didn't sin and mess up because he did a whole bunch of things, but he was quick to repent and cry and acknowledge his sins before the Lord. And that's what we have to do, quick to repent, quick to return, quick to identify, okay, God, I did this or I hurt this person or I thought whatever, quick to turn uh, from these things because when we don't do that, then it causes the heart to become callous. 
It costs the heart to become hardened when God is drawing and when God is instructing and telling us to stop, don't do this, don't say that, don't go here, uh, don't eat that, whatever it is, and we continue to override what he's saying, we cause a callousness to come over our heart. All right, so now let's go to um, Mark, I believe it is, Mark chapter 7. Uh, because we are tying back to where we were looking, uh, started off in John chapter 15. 15, we picked back up there looking at abiding. Uh, but our question was this morning, what prevents that? Why is that not an easy feat? Uh, why don't we just, you know, do that automatically? And we just talked about how the Lord has to be the one to draw. We have to respond. But there's also a caretaking of our heart. Proverbs chapter 4, I believe, 23, around 23 or 24, uh, it says in one translation, guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. So we have a responsibility uh, with that heart to take care, allow Holy Spirit, and on purpose uh, purge, repent, let go of stuff that has gotten cluttered down in the heart so that we might remain sensitive to the spirit of the Lord. We might remain sensitive when he's speaking to us, when he's saying uh, to us, when he's drawing to us, drawing us that we will respond very, very quickly uh, to his drawing. In the book of Mark chapter 7, uh, just to make a note here, um, uh, let's see here, uh, Mark chapter 7 um, I think they were um, making some fuss about uh, them not washing their hands and uh, the Pharisees and, you know, not holding the tradition of washing the outside of the cup and on and on and on. So Jesus begins to explain to them that it's not what, what you eat, uh, physical uh, food necessarily, that defile a man. And he begins to expound uh, to them what it is that causes a man or a woman, when I say man, I mean mankind, what causes mankind to become defiled in the heart. It's not the food that you eat. So let's look at that. Uh, verse 14, Mark chapter 7, verse 14, it says, And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are that they, are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Now he's going to explain a little farther. He says, and when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable, and he said unto them, are ye so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entering into the man, it cannot defile him? All right. He's going to make it plainer still. Verse 19, because it entered not into his heart, but into the belly and goeth out into the draw, purging all of the meats. Now he's talking about eating. Uh, we understand that they there are the foods will not defile, but there are things 
uh, from without, from the standpoint of what we look at consistently. If we look at pornographic stuff uh, uh, on TV, if we continue to feed ourselves what we view, what we hear, uh, those types of things can get into your heart. The food that you eat, no, it won't get in your heart. It may affect our body and make us feel tired and sluggish and, and open us up to attacks and things like that from the enemy, but it don't affect the heart. But the things that affect the heart, let's keep reading, verse 20, and he said, that which cometh out of the man, uh, that defileth the man. All right? For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile the man. Amen. So these, let's see here, these are uh, the things that uh, he's revealed, some of them that come out of the heart, and some of these things are part of the unregenerated nature of mankind, and you see some of that in the works of the flesh in Galatians chapter 5. You'll see some of these same things listed there, but some of these things as well get into the core of our heart because of what we entertain, what we listen to, whether there's TV or just somebody talking, what we look at, what we hear, all of these things, that's why Proverbs said, guard your heart. Why is it important to guard the heart? Well, if we want to practice the presence, if we want to be a people that love the Lord with everything in us, if we want to be people that carry the presence of God, amen, we want to be glory carriers, carry the presence of God, abide in the presence, not what we got to pray five hours to work up, an anointing or do whatever. No, no, no. We abide in that presence that wherever we go, whatever we're doing, the presence of the Lord is upon us, it's around us, and it's tangible, meaning not only is it there, but people that come in contact with you know that there's something different. No, it's like it's something around, something on them, not in a negative sense. They sense the presence of the Lord. And I believe, even as I said on Monday, that uh, Peter, when Peter walked out and his shadow healed the people that were on stretchers, uh, I've said so many times and I still believe it, that Peter didn't get up and say, okay, today I believe I'll go walk in the street and let my shadow heal some people. I don't even think that he was conscious of that initially and probably was just as shocked as the people were uh, that people were getting healed. But because he had gotten so in the presence of the Lord, remember they had spent all the days in the upper room in prayer. God has showed out in Peter the anointing, the presence of God. He stood up and he began to prophesy that these are not drunk as you suppose, that they are, uh, it's even as the prophet Joel, you know, he begins to speak. He stood up and 3,000 souls got saved in one day. See, the presence, he had learned the secret of abiding. All right, he had learned that secret. And so in that walking, his shadow 
was there, but now it wasn't just his shadow. See, the Bible wants us to become one. The Word says that we are to become one. It's no longer I, but it's the Christ in me, that he overshadows even our person, our persona, uh, that is Christ in us. So it wasn't just Peter's shadow. It was the shadow of the Lord. Hallelujah. So as he was walking that presence because he had become one with the Lord, then what's on the Lord? Healing, deliverance, power, all that. You know, in heaven, there's no sickness in heaven. There's no depression. There's no lack. There's no defeat. There's no pain. None of that is in heaven. So when you learn to abide and allow Holy Spirit to draw you deeper in that place of abiding, then what's in heaven, what's uh, uh, in heaven now is abounding in you. And so the presence of heaven is all around you. And when you go throughout, people sense that. Something happens. Things begin to happen for the glory of God because you are a carrier of the glory. But we must deal with the issues of the heart because the heart issues, that example I gave you about the callous under the feet, under the, you know, that's walking on a road and then the cat, the feet get really, really callous. When, once the heart get callous like that, then that sensitivity uh, to the Holy Spirit is not there, number one, even though he may uh, be trying to get your attention, you won't be able to sense that because you become callous. And not only that, we are supposed to be people, the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters, so that means that that's in our spirit should be free-flowing, okay? There's no cap on it. There's no blockage. There is no stoppage. So when you show up, the rivers that's in you should be flowing and giving streams of life to people all around you. But when we allow the heart to become callous, not only do we uh, shut that, the presence or the power of God cause it to be encapsulated on the inside so we prevent him from flowing out of us and we also prevent uh, the presence of the Lord from even coming up on us or helping us in our different situations. So the whole point that I want to make uh, this morning as it relates to abiding is the necessity uh, for us that we keep our hearts right that we allow by the Holy Ghost and cry out to God, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Be sensitive, sensitive to what's going on with your heart. You know, your heart speaks. Your heart, your heart really got uh, ears and a mouth. Our heart is always talking. Sometimes we think, excuse me, that it's not, but your heart is always talking to you. Uh, when you're in scenarios, or when you uh, come in a room around somebody that you got an issue with, uh, that you don't really care for, your heart starts squirming, okay? <laughs> so our heart is always letting us know, but we have to learn to be sensitive to the issues of the heart. And we're about to pray in a moment here, but the Lord showed me something uh, even last night. Uh, he's, a, he's a teacher, instructor, he's always talking uh, and revealing things to us, and he showed me just a little glimpse, a visual glimpse, uh, that the issues of the heart can hide out. They can hide 
in the heart. You know, the the Bible in Jeremiah said that the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? It's wicked. And so he was showing me how the heart, things can hide, and you not even know that it's there. But there are certain scenarios in life, in our path, that will draw them issues out. And those things that are hiding will peek out of the heart. But we must be sensitive and able to recognize. What do I mean by that? You may be fine and may think that there is no problem with jealousy, but you had not encountered the right situation. When you get encounter a particular situation, if that jealousy is in there, it's going to peek out your heart. <laughs> and so it didn't just get there. It was already there. Okay, so that's the thing he was showing me. If there's something there, if some scenario come up and pride shows up boldly, it didn't just get there, okay? It was there, and so it just peeked out of the heart. So we must be, by the Holy Ghost, sharp and quick to recognize any time something peeks out of there that has hidden and ask the Lord, root that thing out of my heart, creating me a clean heart renewing me a right spirit. I don't want a callous heart. I don't want a heart that's insensitive. I don't want a heart that can't sense God, hear God, feel God. The heart needs to be tender so that, like David said, when uh, uh, the Lord says, seek my face, he said, my heart said, thy face, Lord, will I seek. That was a quick response. And we want our hearts to be so quick and responding to the tugging of the Holy Ghost, responding to what he's saying, what he's whispering. We cannot afford to be callous. We cannot afford to be hard-hearted in this season. We cannot afford that because we got to be able to follow the direction. we got to be able to hear the Lord and respond quickly. Amen. There may be some things that possibly could even be life and death. We've got to be sensitive to know what God is saying. And the way that we're sensitive is to do that heart caretake. <laughs> Take care of our heart. And that means to clean the gutter out, to keep it clean, keep it purged out. Uh, continual saying, Lord, search my heart. And don't think that it's possible that you can walk every day and not uh, have an issue that would try to crop up. And so we're always saying, God created me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit, show me myself, uh, show me what's going on, Father, show me the issues that I have. The Bible said judge yourself so that you don't have to be judged with the world. Amen. So we ought to be quick to say, okay, I see that. Help me to get it right because I don't want it to affect my sensitivity. I don't want it to affect to the point where I'm stagnated, uh, where I've become sluggish, where now the Lord is knocking on the door of my heart, not trying to necessarily get in because he's already in here, but he's knocking because he's trying to get out because we've allowed things to harden or shut down so that we won't let him be released so that we can hear, so that he can move, so that he can do we got to spend that time with the heart. And I know uh, periodically we come back to this, and uh, it's a good thing because it's an area that we got to stick with. we got to deal with the issues of the heart uh, because Proverbs 4 and 23, 24 says, Out 
of the heart flows the issues of life. So we got to guard that. If we want to be people that are abiding, if we want to be people that carry the glory, the power uh, that God demonstrates through uh, our lives with his power, we got to have pure hearts. We got to ask the Holy Ghost. Even, and I'm, I keep saying I'm going to pray, but I'm saying what the Holy Ghost is saying. Uh, even in our day-to-day, we have to watch that issue, the heart. The question should be in all of your actions, in all of what you're doing, why you do what you do. See, the heart, There, what is the motivation? What is the intent behind our action? And that will speak volume. Why do you do what you do? Why do you respond to a person of her? Why, you know, why did you give somebody something? Did you give because you wanted to be a blessing? Or did you give because you were trying to get a place, a position, or you were expecting something else? Judge those things in our lives. You know, what's the motivation? Okay, that's that heart. What's the intent behind what I say and what I do? And when we begin to dig there and pray there, some things will be unveiled and uncovered, and God will begin to show us some things. And then once he reveals, then we say, okay, God, I'm the man. It's me. Root that thing out. Move it. I want that to be removed. Let it go because i got to be sensitive, and i got to hear your voice and know your voice. Amen, amen. So we're reading a couple of places this morning. Morning, John, chapter 15, uh, from 7 on down to, I think, verse 11. And then also uh, we read out of Mark, chapter 7, um, where it's talking about uh, where uh, out of the heart, uh, the things that defile the heart of man, I think it's around 20-something. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Father, we just thank you and we bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. We give you the glory and the honor on this morning, God. We thank you that you are our Father, you are God, you are King, you are Lord, you are everything, Father. We're dependent on you, Father. Oh, my God, I'm dependent on you, Father. We just come before you this morning. We acknowledge you as our God. We acknowledge you as our Father. And Father, even as you have talked and instructed us this morning, God, we just offer our hearts before you, God, and we cry, Father, corporately and individually, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Father, we ask that you shine the spotlight, that you search the heart, God, in the name of Jesus. God, your word says in the book of Revelation, you said that you would anoint our eyes with eyes that we might see the state of our own heart, God. Father, we're not talking about anybody else, but it's us. We're talking about ourselves, Father. Let us see, Father, any hidden things, anything that would try uh, to sneak and be subtle there in the heart, Father. Move it out, root it out by your spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just openly, we confess, we repent of every sin that we know of 
about, that we don't know about. God, we repent in any way, Father, that you've drawn us and we ignored you, God. Father, we repent in anything that you've shown us, even that was in the heart, and we just covered it up and kept going, Father. God, we just repent any place, Father, that we've continued to cover, continue to keep going, and allowed our own hearts to become callous, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask, Father, this morning that you would break up the fallow ground, Father. Even in those places where we deceived ourselves, God, when we know and when you instruct us and we choose not to obey you, Father, we cause our hearts to become deceived. Father, we ask right now that you would remove those areas, break up that fallow ground. We bind even the spirit of deception from our hearts, from around about us, God. Don't let us be deceived in no area, Father. Don't let us be self-deluded, God, self-deceived. In the name of Jesus, we loose the blood all over our spirit, our soul, our body, our mind, our will, God, our intellect. We ask for a cleansing and a purging this morning. Holy Spirit, you can do that. We receive it. We accept it, and we are open to that now in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God, and we thank you and we praise you and we bless and we honor you for doing it, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, God. So, Father, we thank you right now for the blood of Jesus. We thank you right now for the life of God coming in us, on us, around us, and about us, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you can do a quick work, that you can work a miracle, that you can change our hearts, Father, in a miracle, in the form of a miracle, that you can cause a new a creation. Create in us a cleanness, Father. Renew. You can renew those areas that have been hardened. You can renew them places, Father, that have become stagnated. You can renew us right there in the spirit. Everything, Father, that's clogged up, everything right there in that heart, renew it by your spirit and by your power, Father. And we ask now that you ignite fire, We that you ignite, Father, freshness down in our hearts, a new place of sense Positivity in our spirits, in our hearts, God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let us, Father, just go about our day and not be sensitive to you, to what you're saying, what you're speaking. Don't let us miss, Father, people, even that are around us, that's close around us, people that are crying out, God, people that are in need, Father, that's right in our path, that you put in our path, God. Don't let us be so caught up, so hard-hearted that we can't even hear your voice that we don't even know what you're saying, that we can't even hear you speaking about what you want done, Father. Help us right there in the spirit that we don't get so carried away, Father, that we can't hear you for the people of God, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for help from the sanctuary, for strengthening out of Zion by your spirit and by your power, Father. Now, God, remove all condemnation. You said there is therefore no condemnation for those of us that walk after the spirit and not after the flesh, God. Remove all of that out of the spirit, Father, of sin consciousness and cause us right there to be translated, transformed, that we are no longer sin conscious, but we are God conscious. Help 
help us right there in the spirit that we become sensitive in a new place, Father, by your spirit and by your power, God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you and we praise you and we bless you and we honor you. We magnify you this morning for doing it in the mighty name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, Father, any hard places, any places that's wounded, any hurt places, Father, any little place right there that's look like it's hurt, Father, whatever that is, that is hardened because of injury, because of past hurt, Father. We ask now that whoever that is, that your healing virtue, that your healing fire will go right now in those areas where that whole old hurt was, that old pain was, that caused them to build up a wall, that caused them to build up a wall. They built it up against a person, God, but they didn't realize that that wall was built up against you. So, Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command by the power of the living God that every self-erected wall that's in our heart, that we would try to protect ourselves, let them walls come down now. In the name of Jesus, every wall that we have built up that you didn't put there, God, but we built up to try to protect ourselves. God, you are our protector. We don't have to protect ourselves. God, pull them walls down right there in the spirit. We built them up. We built them up because of past hurt for past injury. But God, not even realizing that the walls shut others out, but it closed you off too, Father. So now, in the name of Jesus, we repent in every place, Father, where we erected that. We repent, Father, any person that we try to put that wall up again. Father, we forgive them now in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. And we ask now, God, that you would clear that up, that you would move it, that you would call them walls. There it is. It's shattering now. In the name of Jesus, I just saw walls crumbling. I see a thick wall and I see brick. It's like it's crumbling. That wall just fell. Now it's shattered out of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, and I see like waters is flowing again. I see like right there that uh, it doesn't fail but waters. Waters. We call forth now, Father, the waters to begin to flow again. In the spirit, begin to flow right there, Father. In the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, that wall, it affected your word life. It has affected your ability to get in the word. It has affected your revelation, the rhema. It has affected, it's caused dryness to come. But now here come the rivers. Here come the fresh waters now. It's flowing. In the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, in every place right there, Father, whoever those are, whatever that is, whatever that is, I sense right there, Father, we have to forgive ourselves. We forgive ourselves because even you forgiven us, even the walls that you tore down, but the water can't flow freely. 
freely if we don't forgive ourselves, God. So right here in the spirit, Father, every place where we've held stuff, every place where we didn't respond quickly, didn't do what we're supposed to do, every place where we realize that we put up a wall now, we forgive ourselves, God. We release ourselves right now in the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we thank you for washing us, cleansing us, purging us, Father. You said you would wash our sins as far as the east is from the west and that you would not remember it anymore, God. So we thank you now for a cleansing. We thank you for a washing. We thank you for the purging right there in the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, the son of the living God. So we thank you now for new water. Fresh waters coming up out of our bellies. Out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. I see renewed strength coming back now. That place took your strength. It made you feel tired, weak, no energy, renewed strength. We thank you, Father, for renewed strength coming forth now in the spirit, Father, for the callers and for the listeners, God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, and we thank you, Father. We thank you for breath. We thank you for the breath of God. We thank you for the wind of God. We thank you for the life of God in us and on us, around us and about us, Father. Now stir up the prayers, God. Stir up our prayer life. A stirring right there in the spirit. Spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, I see anger, every place where anger has set up in the hearts of your people, God. We rebuke that. We bind that spirit of anger that is seated down in the heart. We curse it, Father, the root of anger. We command anger to wither up, dry up, and die, Father, whatever that anger is from, God. Anger at their selves, anger at people, God, situation. We command anger. Anger, wither up, dry up, die. Get out of the soil of the hearts of the people. We curse it now in Jesus' name, and we speak life right there, life in the spirit, God. We thank you for the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, Father, let breath now, breath or refreshing come now. In the spirit, a new breath, a new wind, God. In the spirit, Father, over the people of God this morning. In the Masiela Brocola, Bakaya, let them gush us now. Let the river begin to flow. You said, out of our belly shall flow. River, Sika rivers, God. Stir the deep rivers now. Let them begin to gush out. Let them begin to flow like never before, God, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. And we thank you now, Father. We praise you, we bless you, and we honor you, Father. God, we decree now that we are your vessels, that wherever we go, all through the day, in our home, on the job, in the marketplace, wherever we go, the rivers are flowing, the life is flowing, God. You can use us, you can touch through us, you can speak 
through us. You can move through us, God. There is no blockage, no longer hindrances, God, no longer stagnation, God, of full force of the river of living waters flowing out of our bellies, Father, and pouring out over over the people, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And we thank you and we praise you and we bless you, Father, and we honor you, God. Now, Father, we not only pray for ourselves, but for the body of Christ. God, we lift up the body. We lift up the body, the body. The body of Christ, Father, stagnation in the body of Christ, Father, hardness, callousness, Father, anger, hatred, jealousy, God, stuff that's in the heart that's short-circuiting the flow of the Holy Ghost, that's short-circuiting our supply. You said every joint supply, God, but the hearts will cause a short-circuit of that. So, Father, we cry out for the body of Christ, for our sisters, our brothers, God, heal by your anointing. Let the healing balm of Gilead go down deep. In the heart, God, root that out. Move out, God, everything that hinder and short circuit the flow of the supply of the river in between one another in the body of Christ, God, even that stinky thing of jealousy. I keep seeing that jealousy, that spirit of jealousy that won't let us love one another. Don't let sisters and brothers love that competition, God. We root that out. The blood of Jesus right there in the spirit, God. Create right there a clean heart. Renew a right spirit. Help the body to judge ourselves that we don't have to be judged with the world, God. Give us a newness right there in the spirit to be quick to repent, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, don't let the body walk around cluttered in the heart, God. In the name of Jesus, awakening, awakening in the spirit and by the spirit. And we thank you, my God and my Father. We thank you for doing that. A breaking up of the fallow ground, of the heart ground, in the body of Christ that will make us viable in the earth, Father, that will cause us to rise up, to be strong in the Lord, and in the power of God's might that will cause a new authority, a new life to move in the earth, God, to take our place of rulership and dominion in the earth. We call forth, God. We ask for the healing fire, the healing virtues to heal the sick body, the sick and the feeble in the body of Christ, Father, spiritually sick. And the spirit, Father, healing virtue, healing fires right there, Father, to heal those that are wounded in spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, those that are emotionally damaged, heal by your spirit and by your power, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that as the life of the spirit 
overflows in our human spirit as you renew, as you heal, as you refresh, God, the manifestation of our spirit will show up in the flesh on our body in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, our God. We thank you, our Father. We thank you for the body of Christ. All, God, in the spirit, all over, all around the bow, all the body, God, that we'll stand up, that we'll stand up in rank, that we'll stand up in order, that we'll arise. That we will arise in a new place in the earth like never before, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, Father, we thank you even now that you will ignite that fire in our bellies, Father, that we'll be about the business of the kingdom of God. Stir us up on the inside, those that have lost passion, that have lost hunger, even for the lost. Right there for the lost. Give us hunger. Give us passion. Give us a desire, Father. Don't let us be comfortable with millions, with thousands, hundreds that are going to hell every day. Don't let us be comfortable. Stir us up. Shake us. Don't let us be in a comatose state. Don't let us be walking in the earth, Father, and forget what manner of man we are. Forgot that our first call is to love you, Father, but the call of ministry of reconciling man back to God. Awaken the call. Awaken, Father, the fire in our belly, Father, to win the lost. To win the lost. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, we decree now as we come in agreement that the winning of lost will become fashionable again for the body of Christ. How dare the body Christ in the name of Jesus, a fire in our bellies, a fire, fire everywhere we go, Father, we'll tell of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living God. We'll be sensitive to your voice. We'll speak what you say, speak, God. Give us a heart even to pray, God. Give us a heart to cry out, God. In the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you for correcting the body right there in that area. A correction, correct, correct that right there concerning the loss. Correct that, correct that concerning, Father, how we deal with the loss of the world, of the nation. Correct that, Father, that we don't get stuck behind the church wall. Correct that, Father, that we don't be so concerned about our foreign no more. Correction, 
Sandele Kotoma, preaching in Amasaya. Awaken right there. Awaken our heart. Give us the heart. Give us your heart. Give us your heart. Your heart right here in the spirit, Father, concerning the loss of the nations, Father. In Imati Elebreki Teleromaya. Heal us right there. Heal us in that place where we are hard. Heal us where we harden against soul. Heal us right there where we don't weep for soul. Heal us right there where we're callous in the area of the lost God that we don't even give in a second thought. Heal us right there in that place where we become hardened, that we'll go throughout the day and not even be conscious of those God that are slipping off eternally in the hell. Waking Namandubri, Andurakata, break that fallow ground, destroy the yoke of the enemy, God. Awaken our bellies, Father, that we'll be on post in position on time, doing the will of the Father, that we'll pray, that we'll speak, that we'll say, that we'll do whatever you instruct us to do concerning, Father, the people of the world, concerning the nations, God. In the spirit, Father, we cry out. We cry out, Father, not only for those that are in our home, not only for those that are in our communities, in our cities, in our state, God, but for the nation. In the spirit, Father, I decree right here on the line that each one, those that are on the line, you are releasing, imparting a fire to pray for the lost, God, some for family members, some for community, God, some you will assign them states, some you will assign them countries, continents, that they'll pray, the anointing to pray for the lost God in the secret place in the name of Jesus and we thank you Father we thank you Lord we thank you we thank you that you would that none would be lost but all would come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ we praise you and we bless and we honor you for doing that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ hallelujah Glory to your name, Father. Glory to your name. We believe it, God. We receive it to be so now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I just plead the blood right here over schools, God, whatever that is right there in the spirit concerning schools. Over the schools, Father, the children, we lose the blood of Jesus over the ground, over the territories, Father, over the schools, Father, not just elementary, God, middle school, high school, even the universities and the colleges. 
We plead the blood. We bind every sneak attack. We bind every plot, every plan, every trick, everything the enemy got planned. We bind and rebuke it now. We take authority. We loose the power of the blood of Jesus Christ all over the schoolhouses, all over the ground, all over the rooms, in the hallway. God, we decree attentiveness, Father, alertness in the spirit, Father. We rebuke God out of the spirit in the name of Jesus, every stratagem of the enemy, God. We thank you, Father, everything he planning in the war room. Concerning that, we curse it now. We say, wither up, dry up, and die. You will not gain strength. You will not gain wind. We rebuke you. We bind you according to the word of God that said, whatever we bind is bound. Whatever we loose is loose. So we bind every sneak attack against a schoolhouse in Jesus' name. And we loose the blood of Jesus all over, all around about. We call forefather in the spirit, the angels of the most high God that's standing guard and camp on the campuses, God, on the schools, God, in the name of Jesus, in the library, God. We loose angels, in the spirit and by the spirit, Father, and we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that it is so, Father. We give you praise and we give you honor, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And, Father, right here we plead the blood of Jesus, even over the inauguration for the president, God. We loose the blood over that prayer breakfast. Everything, God, out of order that the enemy want to find a place right there in the inaugural prayer breakfast. We rebuke it. We bind it. We take authority. We loose it. In the spirit, the blood of Jesus Christ, all over the grounds, all over the property, Father, all around about, Father, all over the security personnel, all over every part of that building, all over the ground, all over the, uh, what is that, monorail, over that uh, transit, God, the blood of Jesus, all over that area, no weapon form. You will not be able to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and we thank you for peace, peace to be still, not only in the breakfast, Father, but even in the inauguration, the blood of Jesus all over the ground, no sneak attack, no plot, plan, trick of the enemy, we rebuke it now in Jesus' name, and we thank you, Father, for peace, peace all over the grounds, all over the property, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and we thank you, and we thank you, and we praise you, and we bless you, Father. We honor you for doing it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Are there any um, individual prayer requests this morning? We're yes. going to open a call. Yes. Is your brother, I try to agree and pray for my husband this morning. He said I'm a lot of pain with, uh, with his tooth. I think it's infection, but just pray. We're going to touch the grid and pray that God just dropped that infection in his body. Okay. Where is it in the upper? Yeah, well, his teeth and then he's having some problems also in the 
kidney area also. Okay. But the tooth that you're talking about, is it in the yeah. upper area, upper? Is it yes. the lower or the upper? The upper tooth. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Yes, upper. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in agreement now, Father, not just me and her, but those that are on the line. We touch and agree by the power of the living God. Holy Ghost of God, we thank you that healing is the children's bread. God, you wish above all things that we might prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. Jesus bore his sin, sickness, and disease of Jesus bore He don't have to bear it. So, Father, we thank you right now for the healing fire that will eradicate through that body and this mouth area, in the tooth area, in the kidney area, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Father, we thank you for your electrifying power that will knock out everything that's not of you, Father, on the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you right now, right now, in Jesus' name, Father. We thank you that you are right now God. Faith is now, Father. We thank you for correcting everything that the enemy meant for evil, correcting everything right there where the infection is. In Jesus' name, be released now. In Jesus' name, the blood of Jesus right there where the pus is, right there where the infection is. Father, we thank you for the antibiotic of the Holy Ghost to be released and injected. Right there in his mouth, right there in that tooth area, we rebuke pain. We command pain. Loose your grip. Let him go now in Jesus' name. We serve eviction. Notice we command you to go back to the dry places in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you that he's healed, that he's whole, that he's delivered from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Father. We decree peace be still in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you and we praise and we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I just believe that the Lord totally took care of that, uh, the residual uh, from the infection that was there. We call those things that be not as though they were. Uh, I just saw him getting some um, uh, light um, salt water's old remedy, uh, peroxide with salt water uh, with more water than the peroxide. Uh, you have to look that up. And for him to put that and swatch that around uh, is going to help with the, the residual part of that infection. So I don't know if you have that, but I saw uh, that type of mixture in his mouth swatching that around. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you for the completion of that in the name of Jesus Christ. We know that you're a healer. You can work a miracle on the spot. But, Father, we know that you use remedies because the blind man, you spit and you made mud and you put it on his eyes. And I thank you, Father, when you did that, it caused their minds to come open. So, Father, right there where I saw that with the peroxide and the water and salt or whatever, as he obey and do that, we thank you for the full and the total healing and release manifested in Jesus. Name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory Thank to God. You. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Yes. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> I'm calling for prayer for uh, my husband this morning. He uh, 
had been diagnosed with prostate cancer uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, he went through the 45 treatments and that kind of stuff, but now he's having uh, problems with, uh, you know, with uh, that area being able to perform like it, you know, normally or whatever to be able to function. And so I'm asking for prayer for that. I'm also asking for prayer for my son who was um, in prison. He got out, stayed out for 18 days, and he's back in jail again. And um, he has a drug addiction, and my prayer for him is that God will save him and deliver him. Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we thank you, Father, for our husband. We thank you, Lord God, for your delivering, your healing power, God. We know that cancer, uh, those type things, that that's nothing for you, Father. You've already uh, delivered on some level, but, Father, even uh, the uh, residual uh, from what he went through, Father, we ask for uh, a miracle in that area uh, to recreate some things, Father, in that area that deals with the prostate, Father, that deals with the nervous system. That deals with the nerves. We thank you for recreating, Father, there. We lose the strength in the life of God all over him, all around him, all about him. Strengthen him, Father, even in his mind, Father. We bind every spirit of depression, oppression, everything that we try to attack him in any fashion or manner. We rebuke that from him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, we stand with the woman of God that he is healed, that he is whole by the power of the living God. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord God that heal us. And we thank you, Father. We believe to receive, Father, in Jesus' name that it is so. Now, Father, we thank you for the Son. We continue to give you praise. We continue to thank you, Father, for what you have done and even for what you are doing in his life. Father, I thank you that even as we have prayed in times past, God, that you are working a wonder for this young man's life. God, I thank you that people, laborers are even now released across his path. I thank you for sending the right ministry in that jail. I thank you for sending the right person there, Father. I thank you for putting him in with the right family. I thank you, Father God, that the one that's in the room with him, the one that's in his pod, that you have caused their paths across, God, in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost of God, we ask that you touch his heart. You said the heart of the king is in your hand, and you turn it whichever way that you will. So we ask now, Eko Mayandele Kushanda, a turn, Ikatele, Brondele Shanda, a turning, even right there in his heart, Father, in the name of Jesus, and Father, right there, whatever that is, that deal with a chemical imbalance. God, we ask that you cause balance to come now, balance to come, balance, and a cause of correction in his mind, in the way that he thinks, God. We call for balance in his chemicals, right there in his mind, whatever that is in his mind, that mess with his mind, 
mindset that won't let them think right. That won't We loose that right there, Father, that you are bringing correction. You stabilize, 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 even his mood swings, stabilize. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we thank you, Father. We praise and we bless you. We thank you, Father, for him getting to the right person, sending the right people right there in that uh, uh, jail, their Father. We thank you, Lord God, for working a wonder in Jesus' name. You've done it before. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You change not. And so, God, we believe you right now that you're going to do a change in that young man's life right there in the jail, and it's going to be for your glory, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Any other prayer requests? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Dr. Riley. Good morning. Um, Just pretty much um, two things. One, that um, God would open a door for my husband and I for us to um, get a house, um, a larger space, not just for business purposes, but um, so that his little brother, he has a younger brother, um, that's in like the Malden, Missouri area, that um, so that he can shift up here. Um, he says he wants to finish his senior year down there, but I, if God could just shift and do something, because I think that the gangs are trying to um, connect with him. They lost their their mom at a he lost his mom, especially at a at an early age. My husband is older than him, but he um, but he was very young when their mom passed, and so he stays with his father, but um, that God would just open a door, because I just, I I see the gangs, he's a really good kid, but I see the gangs kind of eyeing him, and um, my husband talked to him while we were down there, Um, but just that God will shift and make something move, where not only will he want to come up here with us, and we have space, but that his dad will actually um, let him, let him go, um, and that I will not um, abandon my post um, in regards to the the school. It's high intensity in regards to the students um, and just the behaviors. It's not really my middle schoolers, but really the upper schoolers and that God would just help me because for the first time in a long time I've looked for, like, other jobs, maybe like in policy and development and um, administration, but that God would just help me not to abandon it before time just to give me strength. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I just recognize your voice. I'm sorry I miss you when you were here. Amen. I know. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we just come in agreement now. Father, you said if any two or three should touch and agree as believing anything in the earth that you, our Father, who's in heaven, would do it for us. So, God, we just come in agreement right here on this line concerning her home, concerning the space, Father. You hear the purpose, God, for the expansion, God, that the young man, that uh, her husband's 
uh, brother will be able to come, that they'll bring him in a, a proper environment, <coughs> Father. God, we just ask that you would open that up. God, we know that your heart is for souls, God. You see the plan that you have for his life, God. And we ask, God, that your will be done and that your kingdom will come in his life, Father, and in their lives and in their homes, Father. God, we know that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, that everything belongs to you, God. So we just claim and we just agree right now for increase. We just agree for expansion, Father, that you would open up the door and the gate, that you would connect her. Father, I just decree that it will be like serendipity, that she'll just walk right into that thing. We just agree right now, Father, that all things will work together for her good, that it won't be no struggle in it, Father, that you will get all of the glory. And, Father, I thank you even for the right price, but it will have the right space, God. I thank you that there will be no struggle right there with that, no struggle with the loan, with the money, no struggle with the amount monthly, God. Everything is just according to their heart's desire. We decree that to be so, Father, even as we are in this calendar year that you are opening up, Father, I thank you right there. I keep hearing that word serendipity, that she's going to walk right into this thing. It won't be no struggle, Father. It's the grace of God on her life, her steps are order, that she'll walk right on into it in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you and we praise you that it is so, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I thank you for the grace of God that's upon her life. Father, I thank you that she's a woman of wisdom. I thank you for the anointing, even as the sons of Issachar, that they knew the timing and the season of God, that they always knew what Israel ought to do. So we decree this morning that the anointing of the sons of Issachar, that she'll always know what she ought to do, Father, that she'll not be moved by what it feels like, but she'll know what it is in the realm of the spirit. I thank you that she'll not walk by sight, but she'll walk in the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for awakening her ears even the more that she'll know when the time is right, God. I thank you that she will not miss it. Thank you for the gracing. Thank you for the anointing that rests there, Father. Even allow, Father, the season where she is, those, all of those that are supposed to come in her office, that are supposed to come across her path, all of those that she's supposed to feed into, all of those that she's just supposed to touch, God, is really laying hands when she's just touching them. All of those, Father, that she's supposed to speak a word to, God, I thank you that none of them will be missed, that every last one that you design in this season, God, that they will come forth in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. And we thank you and we praise you and we bless you. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus even over that school where she is, over the ground, Father, right there on the ground, right there on the ground, Father, whoever walk in the ground, in the name of Jesus, we decree the grounds belong to you, God, in the name of Jesus, and we break the power of the enemy and whatever plan and whatever plot he got. We say, Father, that your kingdom shall come and your will shall be done in Jesus' name. And, Father, I thank you that when our season is up, that another door will be open and you will show her where to go, when to go, how to go, and I thank you that all of the money necessary will be in place, and we give you glory and honor for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Any other prayer requests? Good morning, Dr. Riley. 
Just I want to touch and agree um, with the issues of the heart. That when God reveals the issues, that He reveals of how to deal with it and get rid of it. Uh, for example, on yesterday, my son had to start a new school on yesterday, and I was telling him about the uniform and oh, it just went on or whatever. But it really made me so angry and upset. And I know the Bible said, get angry and sin not. And as we was going to the new school to try to register him, the spirit was urging me to pray for him before he go into the environment. And I know out of stubbornness, I was still upset at the way you behave and how you talk. And I was like, I'm not even going to keep going in this situation of arguing with this child. And by the time we made it there, I went on and grabbed his hand and prayed with him. But it was showing me of stubbornness. And when God reveals the issues that's in the heart, reveal the steps of how to, because I did not want to pray. Because you constantly disobedient and disrespectful and talk a certain way. But God gave me the strength to pray. But how to remove those issues. It's a total surrendering. Uh, Woman of God, I'm going to pray. It's a total surrendering. You have to surrender uh, even to the pain and the hurt. Uh, of it, you know, the acknowledgement, number one, is the acknowledgement because you acknowledge that. And then when you acknowledge it, then we have to cry out and just tell them, just like what you were saying, you know, that step of how you did it. And I know you were being transparent because you didn't want to pray and you were pulling against. But in that time, once he's out of the car or whatever, then you begin to cry out and say, God, I'm stubborn. I mean, we have to be honest with God. God, why is that in my heart? See, that's how we have to talk to God. I see that stubbornness. I see anger, God. I don't want to be angry. Uh, Reveal, you know, begin to confess that. Begin to lay that thing bare, open to God. No hiding. Okay, God, I'm angry. I'm mad. I wanted to hear them. Just tell God exactly what you were feeling because he hear it and see it and know it anyway. And then begin to say, God, I surrender. Take that out because I don't want nothing to hinder my ability to flow, to hear you, or for you to flow through me. Amen. And so that's just that, that brokenness, uh, that transparency with God because we have to understand ain't nothing hidden from God anyway. But so when he let it peep out, see, that's what happened. See, that's what we were talking about this morning, those circumstances and situations, the heart speaks and will let you know what's in it. But them circumstances will bring it out. So when that circumstance happened, that heart, anger peeped out of the heart. And just like I said earlier, it didn't just get there. It was already there. So then we have to say, God, why is that there? Why is anger here? Why is this here? You know, and uh, whatever the reason is, and just be honest and cry out. We can be angry for a number of reasons. You know, we can be angry because of the scenario, because we have to deal with situation, because it ain't over yet, because we've been in this a long time. (laughs) You know, it's just different reasons why it's there. But the key is openness and transparency to come before God naked and say, God, I got a problem right here. I sense this, and I'm not going to ignore this. See, we don't ignore what we see, what we sense. We say, oh, okay, I sense that, and begin to say, I repent. 
Now move that, God. I acknowledge that. And talk about it boldly to God in your private time. God, I'm angry. God, I'm upset. Whatever it is, God, I'm jealous. God, I can't stop lying. Just tell him and say, but take it away from me. I, I need, I want your character. I want your character. And he can do that. He can transform. He can cause transfiguration in those areas, but he can't take it until we acknowledge it. So, Father, right here in the spirit, in the name of Kotish, Shekela, Bosha, Namaaya, in Novosia, Naboka, Nebasikili, Maaya, Numbriki, Undalabaaya, Lundele, Koshonda, Labahaya. I hear the Lord say, Higher, Iko, Manase, Kelebono, Lembro, Shekinala, Maaya. The things in your life, you cannot deal with it in a low place. I hear him saying, Higher, Ingundele, Kos. Elevate, elevate, elevate. Come on up hither. Come up. Ikumashanda. Come on up. Ikatalabasaya. Numbreki. Dileba. Lebro. Shela. Brukodabaya. Higher now, right there in the spirit, Father. God, I thank you for your healing anointing. Heal her right there, God. Right there in her life, in her walk, in the places, in the things that she have to stand and the things that she have to deal with, God, and the things, Father, that you have graced her. Sometimes it seems overwhelming to her. Sometimes it look like, feel like it's too much. But, God, your grace is sufficient. Now, Holy Ghost, we thank you for helping her, showing her how to embody the grace of God that's there for her. In the name of Jesus, seeking the in the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen, amen. I'll continue to pray for you. I just heard right there, you hear the Lord and see what he say, but I just heard that it's something right there that's dealing with that, just what we talked about, what he was saying about acknowledging it and releasing it, but I heard fasting. Uh, so you seek the Lord um, concerning that because Sometimes uh, that, that the fast uh, helps to deny in the crucifixion of the flesh. Um, and uh, so, um, you know, the Holy Ghost is the one that leads us. I just kind of sense that he may have already dealt with you or to give you instruction uh, concerning uh, that uh, particular area. But don't be so down on yourself uh, when it comes out. Because there are times where a pray God reveal. And so when we're praying, God, show me my heart, reveal, I want a pure heart. So then when the filtering process starts, then stuff starts coming up and you're like, where did that come from? Well, you just ask God to clean your heart. So he'll let stuff start surfacing. Uh, but I always say it manifested to be destroyed. Hallelujah. So it showed up, but it's time for that season to be over, for that to be destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I'm going to take a few more calls, uh, uh, prayers, uh, but I do want to announce before everyone leaves the line, uh, we have a couple of things that are coming up. um, um, Oh, first of all, I was going to mention about uh, the leadership conference that we are having uh, for some of you all that is in process now. Uh, from uh, the um, um, prophet apostle that's from uh, Africa, 
that has over 80-plus ministries that he oversees, very powerful. So those times are 4 p.m., daily at 4 p.m. Now, um, yesterday and today is for uh, senior leaders and associates. So, but starting tomorrow, which would be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, then it's open uh, to attend. They're very powerful meetings. So if you're in the city, there's no registration, there's no cost uh, to it. Uh, you would definitely be blessed. Uh, it's 1219 Finley Road at Pastor Henry, uh, Bishop Henry People's Church is where we are having the meeting at 1219 Finley Road. Uh, and so if you have my Facebook, you'll see that flyer out there. Um, and then next week, uh, I believe it is next Wednesday, uh, I will be ministering as well uh, at, I think it's 7 p.m. And uh, it's R.C. McNeil uh, Revival, and that's on the 11th. Um, and we should, I don't know if I put the address uh, on there yet, but that's next Wednesday on the 11th. And then next Sunday, on the 15th, and I'm saying this because I want you to be praying as well, on the 15th at 11 a.m., I'll be at uh, uh, Gethsemane Garden Church of God in Christ at 11 a.m. in the morning. Um, on That would be Sunday the 15th. So the 11th is on the Wednesday at 7, then Sunday the 15th at 11 a.m. at the morning service. And then on Saturday the 14th, uh, if any, if, if you're able to attend, we are having our 14. I'm sorry, our 10-year anniversary ministry service uh, on the uh, 14th at our ministry. Um, so uh, just pass that around. A flyer should be coming out, uh, but uh, kind of a late notice. But we are having that on the 14th. Um, and it will be around two or three. We'll know for sure uh, on the flyer, but uh, it will be our ministry. So I'm inviting you all to come out uh, to that if you're in the area. That's on the 14th, on the 15th at Gethsemane Garden. And then at the end of this month, we are starting a, um, a Sears anointing, a prophetic uh, training that's going to be for the next three months every uh, the last Friday and Saturday of each month, January, February, and March, where we would specifically those uh, that uh, that anointing, you may or may not be a prophet, but that anointing uh, where God deals with you with dreams, visions, you see in the spirit, understanding the gifts, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, uh, discerning of spirits, those types of things. Uh, we're going to be dealing with that the Friday night, is open to the public the Saturday, uh, which is at 12 noon. Those will be a little bit more in depth. Those people that will be there on Saturday uh, would be the ones. Uh, there is a registration for the Saturday. The Saturday meetings, each one of those are $25 on Saturday. You can register online. There's a training menu that comes with that and a certificate of completion for uh, everyone that's able to go through all of those uh, trainings. So this is key. Uh, The Lord revealed something to me, actually gave me a vision uh, concerning 
uh, that gift of the seer's anointing, illumination being heightened, and being able to understand what the Lord is saying and to act according to that. And so that's why at the beginning of the year he emphasized that to me. So you can go to the website, ShekinahGlobalMinistries.org. Uh, you can register uh, for those classes uh, online. It's January, the last Friday and Saturday of um, the first three months of this year. Amen. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Bless yes. you, Dr. Riley. Yes. I would like prayer for my son, my elder son, Travis Newton, and my mother, Danny Rayford. Okay, you said your elder son and your mother? Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. Um, anything in particular, just general prayer? Or? Um, my mother concerning her spiritual uh, allergy gifts and also uh, coming uh, coming into the reality of the Lord. And my, for my son, I need for him to be saved and delivered out for drugs, stealing, out here in the streets different things that he's involved in. Uh, I'm asking God to touch his mind where he's at right now. Amen. And deliver him and set him free. Amen. Father, we just come in agreement now in the name of Jesus Christ concerning Father the Son. We ask, Lord, that you would have rest him by the power of the living God. Holy Ghost, you said no man come unless you draw. We ask now, God, that you would begin to draw him by your spirit. Father, we ask that you would divinely intervene, intervene into the affairs of his life. Begin to intervene, Father. There's nothing too hard. Turn what the enemy means for evil. Turn that around. Turn it back to good. Touch him, show him, reveal God. we ask because we know that you are the Lord of the harvest. Let laborers now be loosed across his path. Let people come begin to talk about the Lord. Let people that he respect and will receive from begin to give him instructions concerning the things of God. Father, soften his heart, tenderize his heart. No man come unless you draw, draw him by your spirit, Father. In the name of Jesus, we bind the hand, the enemy influence of the enemy, even the plan, the trickery, the the plot, and the thing that the enemy has planned for his life. We cancel that out of the spirit. We decree over him he shall live and not die. He'll declare the works of the Lord God Almighty. Father, we loose the blood of Jesus all over him right there in the spirit. Let the power of the pureness of the blood of Jesus hide him, cover him, Father, and give him time to come to you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cry for mercy for his life to reign over every place of judgment, and we give you praise and honor. Now, we thank you for her mother. Draw her, God. It's your heart. You said you would that none would be lost, but come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bring her into another depth, a revelation, a new understanding of you, Father, of your love for her. Draw her even the more, Father, cause her hunger, cause her appetite for you and the things of God to be changed, Father.
but do it by your spirit. Touch her. God, you touch her like nobody else can touch her. God, touch her that she'll know you real, that she'll uh, be on fire, that there'll be a change of heart, that she'll come forth saying, what must I do to be saved, that there'll be a notable change, Father, that she'll be want to hear and she'll want to participate in areas that she's never wanted to hear before. God, I decree a change over her life because the heart of the king is in your hand. You can turn it. You can touch her. And we ask now by the power of the living God for a turn in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Bless you, Dr. Wiley. I need for you to be praying. I need for you to be praying for me. Went home to uh, be with her mother for a couple of days. And she called me last night and was telling me that her and her mother had a, a disagreement, and her mother just started going off on her, bringing up the past, you know, just giving her negativeness. So I've been praying on that. I need for you to be praying with me on that. Then I have another situation, my father and mother, even though I have two sisters down there, it seems like I'm going to have to start back running back and forth to Louisiana. And it was a process that I did back in the past, but I want God to help me and to bless me as to deal with that in a way where it wouldn't be any harm, you know, on me personally, on on my body, um, that I would still stay in my eating plan because I remember the last time they were at the point of death and I got off my eating and it caused uh, little areas in my life uh, had to get on uh, uh, sugar pills, low dosage. But thank God uh, it's back under control. But I'm believing God that I'll be able to get back off the medication because I started the medication after the effect, what I was dealing with. And, I, and, and me personally, I know that I would need to stay and stay praying and fasting and just believe in God for some, you know, for some deliverance on that line. I'm dealing with stuff uh, in the Louisiana concerning my family, and I feel that I'm, I don't want to do anything that is going to jeopardize uh, the family relationship as far as I know what's necessary and needs to be done, but I want to stay in my zone, and I want the best out of my family. Amen. So it's not on my plate for now, but that's just some, and I just need for you just to continue to pray with me. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come in agreement now first concerning the niece. Father, we just plead the blood of Jesus over her, over she and her mom. Father, we ask for divine reconciliation, reconcile them one to another. God, we speak peace in the home. We bind all influencing spirits, every evil force, voice, speaking that would bring confusion and conflict. We bind that in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, and we thank you that this would be a pleasurable time. Father, I thank you that it would be a time that they'll get to know each other even more. Father, we thank you for peace. Give peace to the niece, Father, and let her open up even more. Help the mother, God, to not bring up the past. Let them, Father, meet right where they are now and let it be refreshing. We loose the blood of Jesus all over that scenario 
sorry, y'all, over that situation in the mighty name of Jesus, and we speak peace. Now, Father, we thank you for her father and her mom. We thank you for your healing virtue, your healing fires over them, around them, about them. In the name of Jesus, we speak wholeness to them, Father. We thank you for the sisters or the families that are down there, Father. Help them to rally together. We speak peace right there in between them. Show them all what to do, Father. Help them to step up to the plate. We loose the blood of Jesus all over that family all over them coming together with the mom and dad, everything that needs to be done in the house, everything coming in order and alignment. Let there be no conflict. Let there be no strife there. We bind every strife thing, everything of confusion. We bind every little place of offense, Father, that would try to flare up in between the sisters, Father. We loose the peace of God all over and around about them. Let them work together as a team, Father. You say how good it is when brethren together dwell together in unity. Father, we decree that they'll come together as one and that it'll be no strain on one person, Father, that they'll all carry the load and no person will be overwhelmed. Now, Father, we thank you for peace. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your wisdom. Even for the woman of God, give her wisdom. Show her what it is for her to do and what it is for her not to do. Give her revelation. Show her if she is to go, if she's not to go. Show her, Father, lead her by your spirit and by your power, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you for your wisdom being released now and peace coming with your wisdom. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Yes, God bless. Any other prayer requests before we end the call? Yes, Dr. Riley, I was calling in to pray for um, my body on this morning. I'm going in to see the doctor. I've been experiencing, um, like, major headaches that pull from my neck, shoulder, um, my back. And it seems like a form of anxiety um, as well as stress. Um, Just piggybacking on another issue. Um, with my husband, just that we can just come in full alignment where God wants us to be as a family. We have a seven-year-old daughter, and um, pray for her intellect and her in school. She even gets fearful sometimes about wanting to go to school just um, because she doesn't always do well. So um, we just want to pray for that God just break down that blockage where it seems like she can't understand or uh, comprehend, and um, everything that goes on, it seems like it falls back on me to do the steps to resolve everything, but I just want God to bring me and my husband together um, as a, in a partnership. He's not walking in God right now. Uh, he knows the Lord, but he's not walking in him, and um, it's just a pull on me right now. Amen. Father, we just come in agreement now in the name of Jesus. Uh, First, we just speak peace right here, Father. uh, Everything the enemy has brought to bring stress, uh, to bring overwhelming uh, pressure, we bind and we rebuke that. We take authority over it and we speak peace to her spirit, even to her mind, 
even her body, God. We lose your healing uh, power to her body from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Father, that you would bring peace in the muscles, God, peace in the nerves, God, peace, even in the spinal cord, Father, that you would cause a peace and a relaxation to come in that area from all of the stress and the strain, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for uh, leading, guiding, instructing her, showing her, Father, reveal some things to her, God, that she'll know, Father, what to do, what not to do. Open up her eyes uh, in the spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. Show her how to rest in you, Father. Show her how to cast her cares upon you because you care for her, Father. God, your word said to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge you and you would direct our path. Father, we thank you for rest, reconciliation and strengthening in the marriage, Father, what the enemy is meant for evil. God, we ask that you reconcile them one to another, God. Cause another strength, another breath another life to come right there between them as husband and wife. Everything the enemy has seeded, planted, and plotted, Father, uproot that by your spirit and by your power. God, we decree joy be restored right there in that home. Everything that has been sent to take the joy, everything, Father, that has been released literally by the enemy to steal joy, and when joy is gone, strength leave. So, Father, we decree now that the joy of the Lord it's her strength. Cause him to come alive again. Give him hunger. Give him desire for the things of God. Draw him, Father. Draw him by your spirit. Draw him. Give him hunger. Give him a desire for you like never before, God. Cause him to begin to walk together hand in hand. Whatever it is that came to break that right there, that don't even want them to grab hands. Cause them to grow hand in hand again. I decree that to be so in the name of Jesus, the blood all all over them, all around about them, even over the daughter, God, that's even carrying the stress of the home. We rebuke that off of her. We command that stress to get off of her, go from around her, go from influencing her. We break the power of that now in the name of Jesus. We speak peace to her spirit, over her soul, over her body, over her mind, God. She's one that carries and picks up stuff in the house. God, we bind that off of her, and we lose the peace of God in the name of Jesus, all over her, all around about her. Let her excel, God, in her school, in Jesus' name. Give her favor. Give her favor, God, whatever that is right there with school that make her uncomfortable, whatever that is, and whoever that is, and how she's being handled. Father, I decree the favor of God. I decree the favor of God for that young uh, girl in the name of Jesus. And we lose the blood of Jesus all over every teacher, all over all them little peers, any words that's been spoken, any way that they handling her, we lose the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the angels of the Most High God that go with her, that protect her, God, that lift her, at least she dash her foot against a stone. And God, we thank you for life, life, even bring joy and bring joy. I see a big smile right there. Bring that big smile. Let her laugh more. Bring joy. I see a big smile, Father, right there in the spirit, Father, the joy of the Lord right there over her, right there over that baby. And Jesus' name, give her the desires of her heart, God, those things that 
she's been desiring. I see some desires that she's had, God, in the name of Jesus. Even the area to deal with her clothes, God. Bless that baby in the name of Jesus Christ. Give her the needs, the desires, God. She is something about clothes. It's little bitty things, God, but it's important to her, God, and you've heard her cry. So, God, we just agree right there that you would bless her, bless her home, bless her family, bless Father, that she can have new clothes, she can have things that she desire, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that we know you're a big God. You can touch the heart of anybody, God, and people can walk up and bring her a whole new wardrobe that ain't nothing to you, God. So we thank you now for doing it in advance. We trust you, Father, that you shall do it. It shall come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God got you. Amen. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. Amen. And all of your ways acknowledge God. Keep speaking that word. Keep standing on that word. Keep calling those things that be not as though they were. I don't care what it look like. God is going to work a, a wonder for you. He's going to work a wonder for you. Yes, he is. I believe that. He's going to do some things supernaturally. It's going to shock you. You know, taking care of that baby clothes and everything. It's going to shock you. He's going to bless you. Just don't be weary and well-doing. Don't faint. Just stay right there with the word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord God. All right. Uh, we pray all is well. There are no more just pressing prayer requests because we're about to end the call. Amen. Anybody else? All right. God bless you all. I pray that you have a blessed a day, and we will be back on a Friday morning at 4 a.m. Okay, God bless. And may God strengthen you, Dr. Rawlings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.